you basically had a lot of pride. You, you had a lot of pride instilled and you know, it was like you are somebody. You gotta understand, you know, at that time I was young. You know, very young man and, and to have Mississippi. Yeah, in Mississippi. So shit was it, shit was real. No, real talk, like I remember driving it was probably about a quarter of a mile from my house and I'm driving down the down the street with my brother and to my right there was a burning cross. Right, right, and this is not far, like you can literally walk down there. You're watching Dead and Hip Hop Conversations. Be sure to check out deadandhiphop.com. New articles up there about all the great writers we have, and Mike, and uh, music, and all kind of shit there. Also, be sure to check out the Dead and Hip Hop Indie Reviews. Check out my C Towns page, BZ SoundCloud. Catch our album reviews, the whole nine, man. Dead and Hip Hop, everything. B, you and I, we went back and forth a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna start out with you, man, because we, we kind of, you know, been testing back and forth since the whole story broke about, you know, LeBron, Nate putting himself on hip on the NBA Mount Rushmore. And that spiraled off a lot of conversations about who would be on Mount Rushmore, NFL, basketball, baseball, shit like that. So you and I have kind of been going back and forth about who would we put on the hip hop Mount Rushmore. And I think we got to three, but we couldn't find that fourth one. We did, I came up with three too. Did you come up with three? I got, I got three. <laughs> I thought you got the three. I did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, I I, I was just kind of curious as to who would be on hip hop's Mount Rushmore. What you got, Mike? Since no, you're standing over there. That nigga now you can't question. So now it's it's hip hop. No, you're hip hop. Like who would you put on? I don't the know. Ask somebody Rushmore. else first. Be so trying to find number four. You know, I'm old, man. I'm ready, man. I got my four. I got, <laughs> <laughs> got J-Lo, does that count? Oh, <laughs> um, man. You got four, you got No, I got four. I, mean, I got my man. reasons for the four, too. It wasn't that hard for me. You know, I, I, I don't... <laughs> you know, I, 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 don't, I don't go his way back with y'all. I mean, as y'all with him. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> shots fired, man. No, no, I'm just... Don't go way back like y'all. <laughs> I just say your introduction to hip hop was at a it was a lot earlier age than me and faster and y'all just were like kind of in the moment when hip hop was you know just you know all these classics. Piling on, keep keep piling on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh man, look nothing. We're not that know. old, Ralph. I know you're you're not that old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know you 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 you're still young enough to you know you can hang out. Only I'm just saying, like, if you was 50 something, I'd be like, nigga, nah. <laughs> There's nothing I have in common with a 50 year old. That's all I'm saying. Like, y'all niggas are still cool. I can still fuck with y'all. Oh but uh, my, my four, Mount Rushmore. No particular order, none, none of that. But um, the, the first person I'm going to mention, I have to put him on there mainly because. Just from the business aspect of everything, he he monopolized his likeness, and, and, and he made all the right moves. Jay Z, like 
I think Jay-Z has to, has to be on there because not only, you know, is he regarded as one of the best to ever do it, but just from a business perspective, I don't think nobody's ever done that. I don't think nobody's ever gonna be able to do that. I think he's kind of like Jordan in that aspect in terms of how, how, how iconic Jordan is. Nobody's ever gonna touch that. I don't think nobody from a business aspect is gonna touch Jay and hip-hop. So Jay-Z is hip-hop's Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan. N not, no, it, well, you, yeah. Trying to get you. Not, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, got you. No, 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 he is. He, he is in, in, in certain aspects of their career, okay. you know, but, but I wouldn't say, because I, I still think Jordan is arguably the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball. I can't say the same for Jay, um, mainly because of the other people that are on my Rushmore. Um, my other guy is Biggie, like, because I think as a rapper, he was the best to do it. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you know, we didn't get a lot of work from him. But to me, that's still my favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he was just the best to ever do it. So, pun, I'm, pun, Biggie has to be on there. Um, the next artist I got is Pac because of his influence. Um, you know, I, I was never a, a big Pac fan as much as I was Biggie. Biggie always had me more. But, um, but you know, there's no denying how influential Pac was, you know, and then just how, um, in terms of an artist, you know, like he was in movies. You know what i like, like Pac was just so influential. It, it just spanned more than just music. So that, that, that's why he has to be on there for me. And then the last one is interesting. This was the one that I was kind of like, okay, who should I go with? And I had to go with Andre 3000. And I have to mm. go with Andre 3000 mainly because I was like, you know, I grew up in the South, so. South has to be represented. And for me, I think that he embodies everything of the South. The lyricism, you know, two dope boys in the cap. Like, he, he gives you everything. Trap house, super lyricism. Like, he just, everything. Him being eclectic. Like, there's not anything that Andre 3000 can't do and do it well. So, you know, from the South, I think that there's a, there's a lot of great artists. But I don't think that there is somebody as unique as Andre from the South. So that's why he has to be on my lot for sure. So those are my four. Jay, Pop, Biggie, Andre. What's up, B? How you oh, looking? Man. All Detroit artists. <laughs> <laughs> Boys. Man. Dilla, 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 Dilla. Oh, man. John Connor. Mount Rushmore, MCs. Um, guess I'm about to go with. Um, my minds, I'm not going based off who influenced what or whatever, all that other stuff. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, what? No, I'm just saying, I'm just like, I guess, minds, I guess. I'm not gonna, you go about, you're going about it a different route. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say, Big Daddy Kane be up there. Um, one of the first, like, hip, ain't no half stepping, like, one of the first hip hop songs I got introduced to. I mean, Big Daddy Kane is just, he. He was that good, that guy that can kind of be that commercial almost, and then be that that lyrical guy too as well. Kind of both sides, played both sides really well. Um, second one, I had to go with Rock him. Um, another guy, I was like, man, like hearing him spit was just like on a whole another level at the time. You know, me being a kid, I was like, man, I never heard no dude spit like this before. So he was. That's another one. Goodness mm -hmm. gracious, this is crazy. Um, next one, I probably have to go. I would just say Nas, just off of Illmatic alone, just just. Remembering just how much I played that album to death. Oh my God, like, yeah, nah, and to, that was another one where it was like one of those oh my God moments, like this dude is like, like just rock him just on a whole nother level, you know, just twice, it's, it's, it's crazy to rock him. 
And then the last one, I think I might have to, uh, gotta go with my boy Black Thought, man. Just, I think just, it's, from him being with Roots from the beginning to just now, seeing how he can still just kill the mic, I'm still at awe every time I listen to Black Thought today, you know what I'm saying? And I can still go back and listen to the old Roots albums and be like, man, this dude is just crazy. Like, you know, I can always have him up there in my top, you know, top three, top five MC list when I'm, I'm listing MCs, it's like Black Thought is always being placed up there every time. So there it is. That's my four. Shit. Finally got there, huh? Yeah. Damn, no, no Detroit. No Eminem. No, 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 no Eminem. Like, yeah. Royce. Okay. So here's who I got. So two are on B's list. But um, and for kind of like some of the same reasons, Kang, Big Daddy Kang, obviously one of the guys that a lot of people look back on as far as his skill, you know, his ability to fucking rap. But he was also able to cross over, and um, and be commercial, and, and so that was that was something to hear, just to hear a guy that could rap like that on the radio. That's what we were hearing, you know, when I was growing up. And um, so Big Daddy Kang, definitely, of course, Rakim, obviously because when he came on, like. He kind of changed the game, like you said, pioneers, right? Mm -hmm. When he started rapping, people was like, "Oh, we can do that." Right. Mm -hmm. Shit, I didn't know we could do that. Okay, so he took the game to a whole other level. So, which led into kind of where we are now. Um, my third is um, KRS One, man. Um, I was a big, still am a big KRS One fan. He's one of my favorite MCs. And I uh, returned the boom bap, you know, the stuff he did with BDP. Like, I loved all of his work because, you know, he was one of those guys that was like he said, he's the teacher. And when he, when he rapped, he would he would give you like content and he would give you stuff. And, and he was also a hell of a rapper. Um, so yeah, man, Karis One made my list on my would be on my hip hop, my Rushmore. The fourth one was was really really difficult. Like like FIFO, I could see a Jay Z being on a hip hop my Rushmore because of what he's done. He's kind of like almost in the sense of a pioneer himself because he's showing that you can take hip hop to this other level with the business side of things. Um, of course, you can see Pop with his influence um, in the movies and stuff like that. Um, of course, Biggie and his impact that he made with just two freaking albums, you know. Um, so they all popped in my head when I was considering this fourth spot. But for me, I would have to put Chuck D in that fourth spot, man. Um, Public Enemy had a huge influence on me with, with the albums that they put out. I and can the picture that. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture that too. I can picture that. You, you know, like I used to watch Michael Jordan Tation go out and try to emulate. Ken was just hell yeah. You could yeah. tell, boy, he was going. I can, I can definitely see Ken loving that's, that's what fueled you, huh? I can man. definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, got a huge influence. And I, yeah, I guess you can see, you know, him better than me, man. Um, just the things that, that, of course, all the stuff that they touched on at a time where, you know, things things weren't great for, for black folks, you know? They like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and they used yes. that platform, they used their voice to kind of convey those messages and, and to, to really communicate to the people. And um, and that influenced me a lot, man. I, I loved it, man. Just like like I consider Ice Cube, I wanted to put Ice Cube there for his thir first me two too. albums. I wanted to too. Because um, again, they touched on a lot of that stuff yeah. too, man. But 
But I, I have to give it to Chuck D. I have to give it to Chuck D. I think just his influence just on me growing up, where I was growing up, you know, in, in, in Mississippi, you know, and, and experiencing the things that I experienced, man, it was great to hear, you know, voices like that, where we didn't get a chance to really hear a lot of that, you know. Yo, so how many people did Chuck D influence you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, like, and I, I don't, you know, it's kind of a joke, but like, that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just get this idea of like, 12 years of slave. Like, <laughs> when he be up there, like, Ken, no, Ken just walking by and seeing people hung and shit, and then just being like, Chuck D influenced you to run, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not gonna do this no more. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't need a Brad Pitt bitch ass, huh? All you needed was Chuck D. <laughs> oh, you saw the movie. You saw the movie. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah. But yeah, like Public Enemy. <laughs> like, I did that influence you to become more violent, and you know, to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say you're making it sound like kids. I guess because they don't know him. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. But we do. But I don't think he's violent. No, he. But back in them. Like, he used to get in trouble with his brother like that, man. Like, they he got into fights. Yeah. What? Well, I thought you were just, like, causing trouble. You know, I didn't know you were nah. love. I've hung, hung around some of the scrupulous people, and, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit. Hands, so I, I just want to know, like, if music influenced you at that young age to, you know, to get into some altercations. If we gotta be, you know, I gotta throw out vocabulary. I think it was just, just to kind of stand up for yourself, man, and have pride for yourself. And, you know, we we had to listen and take a you know, take a lot of shit, you know, and no offense to, to the, the sole white person in the room, but, you know, it was like to not take any shit, you know, from white people. Because they would, they would definitely come at you with some cross shit. So um, I've had, I'm walking down the street, I had, you know, shit, well, probably started a little bit. It was a whole fight that broke out at school uh, between the blacks and the white, which wasn't uncommon back then. You know, you're in the middle of that shit. And I had one of the guys that, you know, you get into a fight with, you know, he stopped, you're on the middle of the road, he stopped in his truck, pickup truck. You jump out and, you know, you scrapping in and you face to face with him. So these are the things that I had to deal with, you know, and it was, it was not easy. But Chuck D, man, Chuck D, <laughs> but yeah, man. So, so Chuck D, man, just, just the fact that he he stood up and he didn't tolerate a lot of stuff, and that he was, you know, he was preaching a lot of uh, the messages for people to get out, you know, black folks get out and and do more and be more. Same thing with KRS One. You can you can be more than what you are, you know. So, so that yeah, that's it. That's my uh <laughs> my, my hip hop. Yeah, you got tough. You okay, man? <laughs> That's my hip hop, my Rushmore, man. Rakim, Kane, Karis One, Chuck D. Uh, I'm just gonna go the route of uh, the four rappers that, had they not been around, I probably wouldn't give half a shit about hip hop. I definitely wouldn't be doing this 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 show. Um, I'll start with 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 the painfully obvious, and that would be uh, Biggie. I mean. You know, had there not been a Biggie, I never would have thought that mainstream rap could be um, good music. You know, because by by around that time, I was just like, I was not interested anymore in in radio rap until I heard this guy. I think I talked about that on the review mm -hmm. that we did, where I heard this guy doing uh, "Give Me the Loop." I was like, this is a mainstream rapper. Holy shit! 
um, another rapper that, that was extremely important to me when I was younger, and that's Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Um, I mean, I still to this day, I was talking to somebody on Twitter today about how I feel like Del the Funky Homo Sapien has one of the best rap flows of all time. And I don't give half a fuck if all you little dipshits want to call me names in the comment section. I will stand by that claim to the day I die. Granted, Dell kind of fell off a little bit with, with putting out albums, but he, his flow is still to me, he sounds perfect on a beat. Perfect on a beat. He's just amazing. You're talking about him. People are sleeping on Dell. Anyway, I heard Dell and that really you know, got my interest back into um, into rap music. Um, another rapper would be uh, Slug, Atmosphere. Um, I've talked about this a million times. Uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, Drake was that guy that, that made people feel like, you know, you can be sensitive and be a rapper. But Slug was doing that shit years before Drake even thought about picking up a microphone. Slug was, talking about his feelings, but he was still murdering a microphone. Like, I was talking about this to one of my exes years ago. She asked me, she said, you know, I realized Slug has never had a beef. And I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. I've never heard of Slug having an on wax beef because even though he talks about girls breaking his heart, he talks about being you know, an alcoholic. He talks about all these things that rappers don't really talk about, and not like in a braggadocious way. No rapper has come for his neck because they know, they know that you will get fucked up. You cannot fuck with this guy. But yeah, uh, LP for me has to be on my my hip hop Mount Rushmore because uh, a few things with 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 L. Well, shit, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about LP all day. I'll just say that the high the high level shit. He was the rapper that made me really reconsider what rap really is because when I first heard um, Fantastic Damage I was just like I don't know what the fuck this is but I love it like this is hip-hop like I didn't know people could do this then when I heard um, wait did I say Fan Crasher or Fun, fun Crusher? You said, you said, you said I'm sorry I meant yeah, when I first plus. heard Fun Crusher Plus yeah. I was like oh my god I cannot believe this is hip-hop like the way these two guys are rhyming and over the production that they're rhyming on and plus I was a punk kid so I was just like they, they were they were hip-hop's to me they were hip-hop's answer to punk rock like they were doing shit like completely off like it made no sense to most people and the the thing I've always loved about LP is he's always done his own thing when he went from that and then did um, Fantastic Damage when that record came out he solidified himself as being um, one of my favorite MCs because if you listen to Fantastic Damage, still to this day, there's not a single rapper that I know that sounds anything like that that can that can do that sound the way he did it, the way he can he can he can make a verse where half the shit doesn't even rhyme, but it still sounds so b-boy. And the fact that like everything on the album sounds so crazy, spacey, weird, but again. You can still hear the BDP influences. You can still hear the Ice Cube influences. You can still hear the 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 uh, the Bomb Squad influences. The dude is just phenomenal, man. But uh, but yeah, that's my that's my four. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Ain't nobody got shit to say about mine, huh? Can I take something back? Can no, I no, no. I you want to take back? Baby. No, I want. I, I do want to put Ice Cube in mine. <laughs> <laughs>
The reason why is because you take it out. Take it off. I said nah. I said I put I'm taking Nas and put Ice Cube in there because man, just off this. Okay, I know I said yo Maddie. No. His first three albums, man, just man. Yeah. I mean, man, you couldn't back then. You could not tell me nothing about Ice Cube. If you like, if you say Ice Cube was whack, I was gonna fight you. Like, I mean, to leave an NWA group and just go solo and be so still fucking kill it. Like, I mean. I know. So yeah, I got because he had people on the on the East Coast. Um, yeah, respecting him, like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like Ice Cube was like that dude, yeah. man. Like I rem I'm just thinking back my childhood. I'm like, man, you could not. If someone stepped up to me and said Ice Cube was whack, I'm telling you, I was fighting. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was. I was, I was, yeah, I was yeah. like that. Like, are we there yet? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I would beat your ass. That's the best movie ever. Movie. Talking about pre movie Ice Cube. Oh. Oh. Before War and Peace, Ice Cube. Oh. <laughs> you stupid. But yeah, I, I gotta put Ice Cube, man. Ice Cube, he, he is, yeah, that's like a, another like pioneer, West Coast pioneer, man. So yeah, Rock him, Big Daddy Kane, Ice Cube, and Black Thought. Any last Ooh. words? Yeah. Fuck all y'all. Right. <laughs> oh, let's go, let's go. Made one of the best diss tracks, man. Man, no Vaseline? Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh my God, man, you couldn't tell me nothing about Ice Cube back in the day. And the stuff he talked about, like, he was so ahead of his time, man. The stuff that he used to talk about on Death Certificate and Predator and stuff, man, he was so ahead of his time. So.